Brisbane Wakes Up with Steph, Abby and Matt on B105. Hey, happy Friday. It's the podcast. You know what happens on a Friday. This is it. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. It's a beautiful Friday. The end of the week, we recap it. Getting to know you. This is an institution of learning, ladies and gentlemen. There's been J-Lo and Ben Affleck engagement rumours about this week. Jennifer. Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck. Oh, my God, that's Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck, who, of course, is back with Jennifer Lopez. He has been seen at Tiffany & Co. Oh. Looking at engagement rings. But it turns out it wasn't exactly what we all thought. He was actually on a scavenger hunt. What? Yes, he was on a scavenger hunt with his family. They divided in two different groups. They were seen with pen and paper, writing a list. They had to run in. They just ticked that they had found it, and then they had run out. Who They're does fun. a scavenger hunt? They're I don't fun. know. I've done one. I learned that, well, girls, you make this mistake quite a lot. producer, your sister had a moment when she thought she was going to have to go, yes. Her and her partner went to New Zealand, beautiful scenery, they sit down on a park bench, he turns to my sister, reaches into his jacket pocket and pulls out a vape and says, do you want a vape? (laughs) (laughs) She was devastated. I mean, the answer's still yes. (laughs) Do you know that your partner is waiting for you to propose? I don't think you can book holidays and take them on romantic walks down the beach. You can, I just don't think you can reach into your pocket. And didn't our phones run hot? We're on a year European Kentucky tour and he was going to propose under the Eiffel Tower and I got really grumpy under there so we went, oh, screw that, I'm not I'm not proposing. He um, took another two years after that to propose to me. <laughs> he was building up this thing. We, it had to be the perfect time, it had to be the perfect weather, wouldn't tell me what it was, he was just going to take me somewhere. Then we went out to this beautiful three-tiered waterfall. He had to go back to the car to get something that he forgot. I was like, my heart was racing. I was like, this is it, this is the ring. Yeah. Nothing. Turns out he went back to get his cigarettes out of the car. There was no ring. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I was grumpy the entire way home. Christmas time, the whole family's sitting around. We're handing out presents from under the tree. I open it up. It's this beautiful diamond ring with the centre diamond and some off to the side. And I started to cry. And and he turns around and he says to me, it's not an engagement ring. (gasps) (laughs) This is just a ring, babe. And I think he got such a kick out of it, too. (laughs) Did you end up marrying him? No, I'm I'm not married to him yet. Yes. Carrigan is our very own Brisbane Bronco. Morning, guys. When he called through this week, though, we noticed he was rather quietly spoken on the phone. You sound like you're whispering. Is everyone asleep there? <laughs> in my house? Yeah, yeah there is. Yeah. Friday's, uh, Friday's our day off, so... I'm sleeping, it's, uh, it's so tempting. Yeah. All I want to do now is just wake him up. Oh, wow. Yeah. Don't be that person. The same. I, my, my house is like an old timber house. Every time you walk around, yeah. it's just like elephants bang, bang. I learned that when the boys have a day off, well, the night before, they get wild. Last night we just parked up, watched the footy. We've been watching a few scary movies. I hate scary movies, so. Um, <laughs> Which ones? What do you watch? 
Annabelle. That's terrifying. But, um, yeah, we've been watching heaps of Now you're opening yourself up for sledging on the field, though. It'll yeah. all just be, like, reenacting lines <laughs> from horror movies. <laughs> I honestly don't care because I'll put myself through that than some of these movies out there these days. <laughs> Do you sleep with the toilet light on after you watch a scary movie? <laughs> yeah, the bed lamp and all. <laughs> <laughs> There's also been rumours about that scaredy cat Pat might step up as captain of the Bronx next year. So we gave him the chance to sell himself to all of Brisbane. I, Patrick James Kagan, player number 244, stand on the phone line before you to officially nominate myself as your 2022 team captain. I promise to build an underground endless supply of Milton Mango straight to your seat and a Big Mac shoot from the Milton Maccas. The best part? B105 have got you covered, and it is all free. Now, who likes away games? No one. <laughs> so every game will be played at Suncorp for the whole year. You could also win a Kia Stinger every game. And all you have to do is out TikTok Maddie at halftime. <laughs> and for the female fans out there, Jordan Ricky will play shirtless every game. <laughs> 2022, let's go Broncos. Now, isn't it funny? You can tell your kids something a million times and they will not remember it. They see something on the internet once and they never forget it. I'm planning to Maddie and I said, my son, my nine-year-old son has started making the most annoying noise. Like a... And he said, is it this? And I went, oh, my God, yes, that's it. It's on TikTok. Can when does say, he do it, though? Does he does he realise it's, like, it's a challenge? Like, I just on the table and he goes, oh, yeah. And you're like, no, mate, just sit down. Stop doing that. Why are you doing it? And he's like, chicken, oh, yeah. I'm like, no, it's not. Just eat a meal. It's so annoying. And then and then a little two-year-old copies in. Nah. Oh, yeah. Stab did some deep diving and we learnt where this came from. Oh! Who lives in a pineapple under the sea? Spongebob. What? Started with Spongebob? Yeah, what? Mr. Crab. Oh, yeah, Mr. Crab. How'd you know that? Because I, I have a thing called the internet right next to me. He can't help but Google and get informed before we get on. But it was a on. TikTok challenge from Spongebob. Oh, yeah. I also learnt that a lot of people know about the... Oh, yeah. four-year-olds can walk around the house saying it. <laughs> can I get a... Oh, yeah. Justin and Margay. Oh, yeah. That's exactly how my son <laughs> does it. Emily, are you on for a... Oh, yeah. Oh my god, I'm so sorry, everyone. I'm Scotty from Bean Lee. <laughs> now, let's be honest, TikTok is taking over all of our lives. We watch it for hours and hours, but let's not forget it's owned by China. The Chinese must think we are so strange. Look how easy it is to control the West. Can I get a yay, China? Yay, China! <laughs> yes. We are morons. <laughs> That's what I've learnt this week. You can catch up with everything on the show as well on the listener app. Download all of our podcasts now. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Uh, very strange times at the moment. I've had to go down to New South Wales a couple of times because I've got a mate that lives down there. And it's very weird to live in Australia and have to carry papers to cross borders. You because never thought it was going to happen. Never thought it would be possible. And that was back then. It was even easier. Now it's even more hectic. We don't want anyone from New South Wales coming until they get the Delta strain under control. So there's like army down there. There's the police. But a New South Wales woman has been fined more than $4,000 because she was found in a car on the back of a tow truck and she was in the boot. 
coming over from Good and Windy. So I saw the photos of this, and mm. she was, and I know this is dumb, but she was in um, laundry mm. and sheets, and I remember thinking, are they dirty sheets? Are they like, <laughs> what's the laundry like? Like, how long was she in there for? <laughs> well, you'd have to think about that because if the coppers pop the boot and they see. The like, sheets, you'd have to have your story straight of like, no, they're clean, they're coming from a dry cleaner, mm-hmm. but if they're dirty, like, why would you put they, dirty they sheets were in there? They just all thrown in there. And it would be there hot. No... What, what outfit would you wear? You couldn't, you'd have to go like semi, semi-nude. So, <laughs> uh, uh, she was obviously desperate to get through. Well, this was is the thing. Was t- tow truck aware of it? I don't think so. It doesn't mention in the article. But my favourite part is the police officer says, did you know that you weren't allowed to come over the border? And she says, no. And then he hits with... Well, when, why were you in the boot? Oh, it's just comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like open spaces. So. Yeah. Um, so, yes, yeah, she's trying to smuggle herself across the border, $4,000 fine. But we thought we would do this. Do we have a listener? Is there anybody out there? Who has been smuggled across a border. Oh, or maybe you are the smuggler. Yeah. Doesn't have to be the New South Wales Queensland one. It could be yeah, any border overseas. anywhere in the world. My, my uh, a friend of mine tells an epic story of her parents that were smuggled from Vietnam, oh, yeah. and apparently what, her her mum was put under a jacket well, by like a family a... friend and came over wow. on a boat, yeah, yeah. like a trench just, coat, and yeah. then she walked under it. Yeah, and it was like a, an arrangement that they would meet them in Australia. But I was like, imagine giving away your child, but you knew that they were going to a better place. Mm. Really admire them, you know. And you kind of go, they're the stories where they've come here with absolutely nothing, yeah. and they've built up a family mm. business. I was like, that's impressive. Mm. I mean, is there anyone been on holiday mm. who did it? You know, like if you're in the US and everyone's going to Mexico, you know, I'd love mm. to go over, but I didn't fill in my papers properly. Like, well, my wife did it by accident in Canada. She hopped in a car with uh, two of her friends, and then they decided to pop across the border because um, you know there's cities on either side. And for them, it's no big deal. But she from Canada to the US, um, but she would have needed a passport and a visa entry and all that sort of stuff. And they're like, "Oh, don't worry, just sit in the back and look polite." Because they're Canadian, mm. don't right. say anything. And if you do have to say anything, did they get stopped? No. Well, they got stopped at the border, but they didn't ask for her ID. Mm. Well, lucky because yeah. they're a bit. Shooty over there, like, like you know, I mean, that shoot you going into the US from Canada. Well, you know, I don't know. America's just not one of those countries that I would risk you it mess with. with yeah. I was so petrified when I legally went to America on a plane. There's so many. They're all like, "Is that machine gun necessary here?" <laughs> you didn't, did you not feel that? No. No, they're real angry looking. Those security officers. Well, even. yeah, Scotty made him laugh. So mm-hmm. I've never yeah. seen him laugh before. What are you doing here? Have I, you ever I'm been not- here before? No. <laughs> Really? Well, no, I just said no, but no. I'm here. For, I'm here for Christmas. Well, we had so. to go through because we uh, were taking. Um, Love this story. Off for Scotty. Mm-hmm. We come off a plane, and you know you got to put your hand up, and it scans it. it scans your hand, and he goes, "You ever been in a, in America?" Scotty goes, "No," and he goes, "Put your hand up," and he goes. I promise I've never been in America. And the guy <laughs> could not stop laughing. He's like, is that how you think we do it here? Like, I promise, on Where, oath. Where's the Bible? That's what he, that's what he thought. Bible. He goes, no, nah, man, I mean, put it, on the, put it on the scanner. But they all couldn't stop laughing. Have mm. you ever been smuggled or smuggled across a border? Anywhere in the world? Jess, thanks for calling. Where was yours? Uh, we decided to go on a holiday to... Um, Uzbekistan, which was probably a silly idea at the time, mm-hmm. and we went on a train from one part of Uzbekistan to another. But what we didn't realise was that the train was going through um, Tajikistan, mm. and we needed we needed visas to go through Tajikistan. And so, as we got to each border, the guard said we could go through, but we had to pay a little bit of money. 
And each time we went through a new border checkpoint, they asked for more and more money. Uh-huh. This is and a- I imagine cash only? Cash only, American dollars. Mm. Yes. <laughs> How much did it cost you in the end to get through? Uh, about $1,000. Wow. So it started off as 100 and then the next checkpoint it would be about $200. Mm. The next checkpoint would be about $500. And they were obviously talking to each other yeah. and they knew that we were coming. Yeah, this is obviously a scheme they've got with the Jakistan um, government, isn't it? If you could just set up a border that needs yeah. papers and then we'll collect all the money. <laughs> wow. Yes. Why the, why the stans? The stans are always troublesome to go on holidays in, Jess. Oh, uh, yes. I had an American friend and she thought it would be a really good idea to travel through all the stans and I just went along for the ride. Mm. And um, there was a lot of cash, yeah. a lot of cash bribes throughout the whole trip. I'd be Binging so nervous on the stans. Yeah. paying a bribe. You know what I mean? You just still go, is this going to be enough? Are they going to ask yeah. for more? Is there someone that's going to go, now you're charged for bribing? You pay the bribe and then they still arrest you? Uh, you're like, can I have the bribe money back then? I don't think is they call a, it a bribe, by the way. Is this a bargaining society? Am I supposed <laughs> yeah. to talk them down? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> is yeah, it too. rude if I don't? I'll give you 50 now and 50 on the other side of the border <laughs> yeah. when I know we're clear. Yeah. All right, Deb and Cress Mead. Have you been smuggled or you know someone that has been smuggled? Um, I know someone that has been smuggled. How are mm-hmm. you going, guys? Yeah, good. Great. great. Um, so it's actually my husband. Well, he wasn't smuggled, but mm. he sneaked across the border. Um, so he's Cuban <laughs> and he went across the border. Hey, Deb. Um, into, yes? I'm pretty sure if he snuck across without them knowing, yeah, he's he's, that, that's a smuggle. I know you, <laughs> we're not the judge. We're not a lawyer. You're all good here. You're in safe hands. <laughs> Um, so he crossed um, the border into Guantanamo Bay in oh, order wow. to be um, a political refugee and be able to migrate to Australia. Wow, wow. that is amazing! Because in Cuba, no one, no one leaves. Mm. No, yeah. no, exactly. So it's the, it's really the only way. So you either, um, you know, get on a on a floating device and, mm. and try and go that way, or you do cross the border. And he chose the border mm. um, into Guantanamo, and now he's um, thankfully an Australian citizen and and doing really well here in Australia for and himself. So, so, would he have been shot if the Cubans had seen him? Absolutely, wow. yeah. So, um, yeah, for sure. So he he would have been persecuted, mm. uh, definitely. So, and you know, like both sides. So you, he had to prove that he obviously was. Um, you know, wasn't a, a threat to mm. the American government crossing the border into Guantanamo, mm. um, but also trying to, uh, you know, hide from the Cuban government and, and military in case they found him. And wow. he crossed minefields. He crossed. Um, his story is pretty amazing. Mm. Um, he he did. He had to cross, you know, minefields and through scrub and and bush. So, so he he um, walked the whole thing. Just had like a yeah backpack yeah he and... walked yeah with like a backpack and some water and um and a friend and they they both walked across. Um, and then um, they they got to a, a place where they actually had to swim a few k's and um, to in order to get into the into the base. So it's it's a pretty pretty intense story. Yeah, he's yeah. going to write a book, Deb. That's amazing. Yeah, I'm I'm trying to convince him. Yeah. <laughs> and he can't go back now ever. No, no. So because he crossed the border, he's not allowed back into the country because they classify it as treason. Mm. So, um, yeah, so he, he's not allowed back. And, and it is heartbreaking because he does have a lot of family over there mm. and, you know, well, all his family um, mm. over there. So, it's um, yeah, it's, it's pretty sad. It's classed mm. as a socialist community. Mm. And they call it socialist oh. as another word of dictatorship. Kind of. <laughs> just, they're trying to make it sound nice. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, but, yeah, it's hard for people to leave when you go over there. A lot of people are, you know, begging to for you to do sponsorship. Yeah. Wow. And was it all to find you, Deb? 
Oh, I, I, I'd like to say yes. In the movie, it is, okay? In the movie, it is, all right? You feature in the book, Hi, thanks for your calls. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Love and marriage, love and marriage. They meant well, I'm sure. Mm. But there has been a list compiled um, on Reddit and people have said the things that husbands should never, ever, 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 ever have said to their wives. Comments that they've made. Will you marry me? (laughs) (laughs) Some that they don't realise how much it was like, ouch. You know? Mm-hmm. But sometimes they met well. It's like when my um, hubby said once, and he's only ever said it once, which is, huh, wasn't your best meal. Mm. He's never, ever said that again. But he was trying to say, and he goes, but I was trying to tell you after the standard of your others was so high. <laughs> yeah, the problem is no, mate, you no. jump in so quickly as we draw a breath to tell you the next part of it, you're already stabbing <laughs> us. So mm-hmm. we're like, wait! <laughs> so maybe maybe we should think about if the, saying the positive part first. first. Yeah, you're such a great cook that it surprised me how this turned out. Mm. Perfect. <laughs> Does that not work? I don't think you guys ever do it. You're not the insensitive type because you oh, live no. in fear of your wife. Oh, oh, yeah, I'm a big pussy cat. Yeah, so you guys would never do it. <laughs> I did it the other week. What would you say? Well, um, Rory was going to the grandparents and mm. Kat was on at the paddo. And I said, well, I might come see you do stand-up because I've got nothing better to do. Right. Oh, that's why you've been limping all week. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, well, that's not what I... You mean, like, I got nothing better to do. That's not too bad. Yeah. If you read these, you'll be like, no, oh, that was okay, fine. Okay, good. Yeah. Make me feel better. So things like um, her, someone's posted, my dad, who never bakes a single thing and doesn't cook at all while eating my mum's um, homemade apple pie, said, you don't actually cut the apples right. <laughs> and that was the last time she ever made one. That was about 40 years ago, which I can understand that one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So what he was purely saying is I like my... Oh, God, this would be perfect if the apples were a little bit smaller. Mm. Mm. But she thinks, cook your own pie. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and and things I just don't... A lot of them has come back to cooking as well. Right. Um, So some people have said, um, wasn't my husband, but an ex of mine once told me, I see why your ex-husband left you. (laughs) I don't know that there's any explanation. In the middle of a fight. (laughs) Yeah. 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 You're not you when you're fighting. You know, <laughs> you say. I'm sure he didn't. If he but wasn't... they were like, it was more of an obsession. Well, now I yeah. see. Now I see why he left you. It's Look that behaviour. If this. you wanted to know what it was, it was probably that. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Oh, now I know that. I might go back to him and say sorry. Mm. I mean, this one, I don't know if these men are just, I don't get it. So one girl was modelling some new lingerie for her ex-husband. Note that ex-husband said, mm. do you like what you see? In a flirty, come and get it. And he goes, you know what? I would like to see you lose some weight. Wow. Hey. See no. what I mean? Yeah. See what I mean? You, don't, you, no, yeah. wouldn't, you wouldn't yeah. say that. Yeah. So you're fine. You're fine. He did not say that. <laughs> when, what kind of ceremony? There's a few people that said, you know what? Would you like me to help you train how to um, stack the dishwasher? Mm, okay. Which doesn't seem too badly, mm. does it? Mm. It's a little bit of fun banter. I get that a bit. And then I'm like, but the dishwasher is stacked though, isn't it? You do stack the dishwasher like but a monster. It's stacked. I'm not, I'm, and they get clean. I'm pretty sure there's a psychology course that you do at the uh, QUT where they go, anyone who stacks a dishwasher like this could possibly end up a psychopathic murderer. Every other bro on this list you've been backing. <laughs> no, the only, I'll back you on anything, but not the dishwasher stacking. It makes me uncomfortable. It do, yeah. This one uh, says, this is a guy putting himself in it as well and saying, I was only 23 at the time, but I once told my now ex-wife, and you can see, that a cooking will never be as good as my mum's. No offence, though. He said, now looking back, I think it was the dumbest thing I've ever said. <laughs> looking back now. Yeah, why? Looking back now. In hindsight, mm. I think. Yeah.
Wives don't take too kindly to a mum comparison, do they? Yeah. A little one when you know how you go, what do you think of this outfit? He responded back saying, now, do you really want me to tell you what I think of that outfit? <laughs> and she said, no, no. not really. Yeah. yeah a couple of them have said, I think I liked your body better before you had kids. Yeah, like me too. Men are dumb, aren't we? <laughs> yes. <laughs> These amazing. ones are. We've gotten this far. Uh, there was one who decided to rate um, their ex-girlfriends for looks and then in personalities. It was fine until I don't know if what I wanted in looks or personalities, but I got a four in both. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't they do that? It's what they made someone married at first sight do that. It caused a big yeah, issue. Yeah. That is exactly where it is. Mm. So they were talking about like rate your current partner or your ex in like, you know, are they a 10 or are they a four? And this stupid person has raked their ex as a 10. Wow. But no. said, but don't worry, their personality was only a two. <laughs> no, I don't know much. <clears throat> but what I do know mm. is every ex-girlfriend should be a minger to your current girlfriend, boys. Mm. Right? Mm-hmm. My wife was complaining that there was no food in the house. She was going on saying, oh, my God, I'm just so starving. And I looked at her and I said, well, you don't look starving, darling. <laughs> and we wonder why men die before women, mm-hmm. hey? Mm-hmm. Not anymore. I'm getting, I'm nervous. Could we wrap this up? <laughs> my husband once said to me and said, oh, my God, it's happened. I actually did marry my mother. I hate his mother. <laughs> <laughs> well, that wasn't the worst topic you brought no, to the table. No. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Busby Maru. Tom Busby. Jeremy Maru. Yeah, Busby Maru are in this morning. G'day, legends. G'day. <laughs> hey. He was just coughing off the air. Everyone saw a bit nervous in here. Yeah, and it wasn't a smoker's cough. Either, no, it wasn't. <laughs> but it wasn't COVID either. It wasn't yeah, COVID. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest, we don't know. Um, uh, but, hey, this is amazing. You guys have done a cover of a, a rendition of Van Morrison's um, uh, Days Like This, and it's such a beautiful campaign. You've done it for Queensland um, Tourism. Yeah. Which I guess is is such an industry that's needed and everyone wants to go on a holiday at the moment. But filming the campaign looks brilliant. We've been very lucky the last few years. Um, you know, obviously, touring is kind of out of the question mm. for bands, um, uh, but we've had a, a pretty close relationship with, you know, Queensland Tourism for the last couple of years and travelling around the state and seeing all these awesome places, which we often go to, but we kind of just breeze through on tour. Mm. Who doesn't like the city? Is it you, Jeremy? You like to get out, don't you? Oh, I prefer to stay, yeah, yeah so away If you're on the water, you're happy. If he was to beautiful. Be, if he was Water's to be honest, great. he would say yeah. he hates the city. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry yeah. we dragged you in. It's a great view of the city here. Yeah. I'm not going to complain. Yeah. <laughs> See, but you, you just like it, what, a bit slower? You like the country lifestyle? Yeah, maybe. Um, you know, it's just it's just more relaxed. I like being able to find an island to myself and mm. not have to see Anybody, and also he I doesn't like own people. <laughs> he doesn't own shoes, so most of the establishments around the cities don't let him in, and he yeah. doesn't like that. Pluggers only. Oh my god, that's like my husband on first date. Um, he he turned back around, and I was like, "What's going on?" And I, I gave him a call. And he's like, oh, "I can't do it." I was like, "You can't do it like this date." And he goes, "Nah, I couldn't find a park, and it was just in the city, and he just hates it, and he never wears shoes anywhere." So yeah. he just he sounds like a great guy. How's <laughs> <laughs> this? The city in question was Adelaide, so oh. it wasn't really that big. Anyway, <laughs> churches. I'm surprised so, it was awake. Because you guys are supposed to be going on a tour with Casey Chambers, who's yeah. an amazing, amazing person and singer, of course. Is that that's now got delayed? Yeah, um, not cancelled, postponed yeah. for twelve months, basically yeah. May June next year. But yeah, we were pretty devastated because you know we we pushed it that far in advance. We thought we would be you know we'd be clear and 
Uh, everyone was, you know, all the tours were crumbling and we thought we were safe and then, yeah, boom. Mm. So, three months of touring and now we're kind of uh, hanging around our families just annoying the hell out of them at home, so... Mm. Yeah, we, we were talking to Guy Sebastian last week, and he said the same thing. Like he he postponed his tour. What was it? Was it a year almost? Yeah, and I think we spoke like, to him. I'm he was right, joking. I'm, yeah. yeah, I'm right back in the same position as I was when I can't postponed it last time. I'm going to postpone it again. It's like you know. Yeah, it is weird. And to be honest, Jeremy and I'd never stopped. We've been touring for 15 years since we were kids, mm. and we haven't even come up for air. In the meantime, we've had families and young kids, and they've kind of grown up with us touring. And so, in a way, we were okay with the first stop. Mm. We were like, well, let's hang out at home and. As Jeremy said, he got to reintroduce himself to his children, who are teenagers now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I've got young kids. they good people, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's because you weren't there to raise them, mate. <laughs> <laughs> that was true. Uh, but then this year, you know, so we were okay with it, we accepted it, and we thought we'd give it to the family. But this year's a bit different, so... We're glass half full as always, mm. but yep. it's, it's uh, weird, eh? Yeah. <laughs> Given you time, though, uh, on the upside to continue to record music. We're actually now working on our, our next album, just mm. Jeremy and I have been yeah. writing crazy, actually, over the last 12 months. We've mm. probably got about 40 demos ready to roll. I think we're hitting the studios in a couple of weeks. Um, you are going to do studios? Because yeah, are you well, like a sound technician's worst nightmare where you're like, hey, <laughs> let's let's record this outside yeah. near the ocean? <laughs> to be honest, um, yeah, that is true. We're not even going to a studio. We, we're choosing a couple of houses in the bush. Because uh, they like the surrounding sounds. Oh, we yeah. just like being comfortable, yeah. you know? <laughs> Um, Got to make it work well, for you, right? Yeah. You might wake up at midnight and decide to work. Yeah. Uh, we don't like the nine to five um, job. We've done that, been there, done that. So we're uh, you day drinkers, aren't you? Yeah, we day drinkers. <laughs> yeah, we're dangerous. We're convincing our record label to get behind us, and they are so. Being comfortable is kind of the vibe, and hopefully we can create some magic. Yeah, beautiful. Well, you've uh, redone Days Like This, and you can go and stream that everywhere. Your usual Spotify, download it on iTunes. Um, R&B Friday kicks off at 9 o'clock this morning, and you have agreed to do a R&B Friday's cover for us. Uh, what song have you chosen this morning? Uh, we've chosen Shaggy. Oh, it wasn't me. Great. Oh, wow. <laughs> what a <laughs> change. <laughs> yeah. right. are, are you going to do Shaggy's voice uh, anymore? We might have a little surprise guest to do that for us. Um, we'll have to wait in here. All right. Well, um, the whole B105 staff have come down to the studios to watch this. Here they are, Busby Maru doing Shaggy. It wasn't me. She caught me red-handy, creeping with the girl next door. Vigilance, we were both butt naked, banging on the bathroom floor. How could I forget that I'd given her an extra key? All this time she was standing there, she never took her eyes off me. Oh, you can grab the woman like a tail villain. Trespass on the witness, I lie, I can lie, I feel it. Better watch your back before she turn into a killer. This you in the situation, not to call the peanut. Be a true play, you have to know what to play. If you say you're not convinced, I say okay. Never admit to a word when you say. Market like my little baby, no way. But she caught me on the counter. It wasn't me. Saw me banging on the sofa. It wasn't me. He even had her in the shower. On my shoulder, it wasn't me. I heard the words that I told her, it wasn't me. Heard the scream getting louder, it wasn't me. She stared until it was over. Honey came in and she got me red handy, creeping with the girl next door. Bitchy this, we were both butt naked, banging on our bathroom floor. How could I fall? 
this time she was standing there She never took her eyes off me Makes you know she not the leader on the right defect Never you should see her make a gigolo flick Funny as a bee-bye not the calm black Seeing you believing so you better change your spec No she not the what the battle thing from the past Hold the record like the natural don't know that man Rick boy your answer go over there If she pack a gun you know you better run for hop But you got me on the counter It wasn't me Saw me banging on the sofa It wasn't me You got me in the shower It wasn't me She even got me on camera It wasn't me Put my marks on my shoulder It wasn't me Heard the words that I told her It wasn't me Heard the scream getting louder It wasn't me She stayed in till it was over Honey gave me and she got me red handy Greeting with the girl next door Bitch you did sweet with both butt naked Banging on the bathroom floor How could I forget that I'd given her an extra key? All this time she was standing there She never took her eyes off me It wasn't me It wasn't me It wasn't me It wasn't me There they are, Busby Maroo, live in the B105 studios with their bassist, as they call him the Italian Stallion on the shaggy vocals there. Very Stav, good. Abby and Matt. Stav, Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Uh, Maddie and Siobhan, our producer, have been very excited about me getting something, which I'm like, it ain't going to happen. Mm. It isn't me. Because my eldest son is going to a Catholic school um, next year because we're so religious. Um, and I went to a Catholic school as well. And you guys are convinced that I'm going to get a sticker of the school on the back of the car. And I don't know why you guys are so excited by it. Is what it like, what is kind it of car you drive? Soccer mum territory. Is that what it is? Yeah. What kind of car you drive? Well, you know I drive four wheel drive. Yeah. So, yeah. so you, got, you got a Prado, right? Yeah, but I don't need to have a sticker. Like, I'm already heavy soccer mum. I go to sports every every single night. Mm. I do it all weekend. I've got three boys that I pile in. And when I get out of the car, mm. I scream, Stop fighting! Yeah. And I've even got a puffer jacket and I've got a take like a kick cup. And you wear your uggies. I don't know if that's, yeah. Oh, yeah, 100%. But I'm not a sticker. I, w- I won't put any stickers on the car. And I, I agree that that's who you currently are. Oh. Okay. But when you're, I believe when your son goes to his next school. Yeah. Because um, it, be, it won't be high school technically, but it will, will be the school he goes into high school. Yeah. And once you start paying school fees, and it's, I don't know whether it's a nationwide thing or whether mm. it's just more Brisbane. And I see it a lot around my end of town where St. Aidan's is and St. Peter's and stuff. Once you start paying for schooling, in your welcome pack, you get a little sticker of the school and everyone's proud to be like, I want you to know how much I'm paying. I am paying for school. Look, if I was paying St. Aidan's fees, which are like, what, 30,000 a year? Couldn't tell you, but it's quite expensive. Mm. then I think I might because that's, like, on my BMW. Yeah. But I don't think that I'm proud to pay more fees because we've gone to, like, a state school and you pay nothing. Yes, yeah. I would be more likely to put up that sticker. <laughs> yeah, we <laughs> don't have stickers. I had, to, I had to key Cab Road into my car by myself. No, Cab Road have a sticker. Do they now? Yeah. When I was there. <laughs> as soon as you left, they're like... <laughs> yeah. Well, now <laughs> it's a soccer school of excellence, isn't it? Right. Wait, what's what's a sticker? That's a stencil. No, I was on the soccer team, mate. It was the soccer school of excellence. Why are you so annoyed they have a sticker once you left? Because I would have put a sticker on my car. See, would have you? No. (laughs) Why don't you have a sticker of your son's school now? I don't have stickers. 
It's only two hundred and fifty bucks a month. So it's not I think once you step up to mm. private school But ours isn't that much more. That's the whole thing. So you reckon there's a level of how much you pay mm. for how much sticky you'd have? There's there's each school like if you go St Peter's, right, in Indrapilly, like mm. that's expensive. Mm. They rock their stickers because I think it's about twenty grand or whatever a year. That's a lot. So I think you'd want two stickers. <laughs> I, I think the stickers should be as big as the feet, feet. so that one should take yeah. up the whole back window. I just, and also, too, what happens is once you get into the school and you get integrated, you do get school proud. And I think maybe in the first year you're like, nah, I'm not going to do the school sticker. And then you see all the other people start to sticker their cars, and then you go to the school sticker six months in. Where when I like, went to, because I got kicked out of the, uh, asked to leave mm. the state school, and I went to a very lardy da school. Yeah. Um, my mum worked night shifts to be able to send me there, which mm. is amazing. We didn't have a sticker. You didn't have a sticker? No, I didn't have a sticker. We, we Witness for... protection program, <laughs> hiding from the last school. You weren't allowed to say where you went. <laughs> Did your mum have a sticker when you went to a private school? I never I never went to a private school. My went, sister went to a private school. You said you went to one for a little bit. I went in year eight for one year, went to a Catholic school, and then mum and dad sat me down and were like, we really don't think you're worth the fees. And then after that year, they ripped off their sticker? <laughs> then I went off to the state school. What about other stickers, though, moving away from just school ones? you guys have any other stickers See, on there? See, I want to no. know, and this is what I appreciate. Does anyone have an old B105 sticker? Mm-hmm. Because remember, we used to do it, and if you mm-hmm. like, were spotted, you used to win like a prize, mm-hmm. and then we changed our name. Mm-hmm. Oh, we don't talk about that. Yeah, no. And we've gone back to it. We have. I wonder if there's cars that are rocking it. Because is there a limit of how many stickers if you were to get done by? No, I think as long as it doesn't uh, obstruct your vision. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, maybe a cop's just like, I hate that radio station. You come with me. I just don't think stickers are as much a thing as they were in the 80s. Oh, I think they are. Are you still rocking the sticker? The car sticker? The bumper sticker? I reckon there's also two, like, you... Do you start with one sticker and then mm. get the itch for stickers where you start to just cover the whole car? Because it always makes me think, right? You see them on the back of utes and it's like, you know, um, honk if you're horny for lack of a bad example. But they've got like, all the stickers on there. And there has to be that time where they're in their driveway going, righto, righto, Robo, we'll put that one there. And then we'll, we'll put this one. Yeah, we'll put it on an angle because that'll look cool. And then we'll put the, the uh, R.M. Williams horns right across the back. Like, they've got to plan it out. I have you're not seen just going, those stop, ones. Stop, 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 stop. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely seen those ones. Yeah, you know. But yeah, where are go. we going to put the My Family sticker? If we put the honk if you're horny there. Do we put that beside or does that go at the front of the car? Yeah. 131060, have you got a sticker on your car? What sticker are you rocking? And there is a, by the way, we're not judging people who have their um, private school stickers on their car. No, just no. me. I'm, no, no, I, I ne- and I never judge you for I just said, when he goes to the school next year, I said, you're going to get the sticker and I reckon you'll join the sticker brigade. Mm. It was Imagine just me a- now going up to the principal. I'm so sorry, I didn't get my sticker. What do you mean? Oh, I'm supposed to get one in the welcome pack? <laughs> oh, I am so sorry. <laughs> Hey, Valia. Hello, guys. Hey, thanks for calling. You're, you've you got a no sticker worries. on your car. Yeah, we've got a few, actually. So we've got the RM Williams Longhorn mm-hmm. sticker. Um, that's, like, on the middle of the windscreen. And then right next to the number plate, we've got, like, a upside-down OK symbol kind of thing that you do with your hands. And if someone looks at it, you go, ha-ha, gotcha, and ah. you punch them. Oh, <laughs> so but good. But it's in holographic light-up, so you really got to look at it mm. when you see it. Excellent. And then just on the corner of the windscreen, we've got a certified shitbox one. Right. Brilliant. Oh, what sort of car is it? Uh, Mitsubishi Lancer. Right. Okay. okay. Nice. And <laughs> yeah. what, what, what started you on your sticker journey? What did you put on first? Um, we put the RM Longhorns on first, um, and then we kind of... 
went from there and were like, oh, I want this one. Oh, mm. I want this sticker too. And we'll just add on some fun ones too. Nice. Well, they are the tattoos of the car, really, aren't they? Mm. We got, when you remember when it was the My Family ones, I hated them, but we got um, given them as a present um, from our in-laws, so we had to put them on the car. Oh, was oh. this after Rory? No, it was just me, cat, and the cat. Even worse. <laughs> <laughs> that sad Did you man. cook a barbecue? Was it, I did. That, so yeah. I, the only way I could, I could justify it to myself was I put the cat on top of the barbecue. <laughs> Funny. Yeah, I had Jade's on. Jade, what sticky are you rocking? Um, my dad's a sign writer, so I got him to cut me out the Mexican to put the ba- on the back of my Fiesta, because it's a Fiesta. Oh, oh I like it. That's yes. good. <laughs> Carol, that nip switch. What are you rocking? What sticker? I've got a sticker on the back of my car that says, my brakes are great. How's your insurance? Nice. Oh, oh, well done. I'm of another one. Yeah. yeah. Yep. It, stops, it stops me being tailgated. <laughs> What's yeah. the other one? If you can read this, get off my ass or something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Or pull my hair. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Carol, we went into that. Thank you, Carol. Steph in Logan. Hey, what's the sticker that you got? You have on your car? I've got my Snapchat on the back of my car, which says bubble button. Your Snapchat. Yes. <laughs> right. Okay. Oh, you should get your TikTok handle, Maddie. <gasps> Not a bad idea, hey, Steph. Yeah. I like it. Since you're following me, follow me on TikTok. At... That's not bad. Why don't you get one made up? If anyone yeah. is a is a bit we of had a... one on before the one that the Fiesta. Have, yeah, have Fiesta. Da- Can yeah. we ask her dad to make up one for Maddie? <laughs> yes. And I want to pull my hair one. <laughs> <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B one hundred and five. Throughout history. Mankind has achieved the impossible. Time is not absolute. Creating electricity. He's alive! He's alive! The moon landing. That's one small step for man, one giant leap for man. Cloning a sheep. A lamb called Dolly was cloned in Scotland. And created a platform to argue about almost anything with anyone while sharing bikini pics on holidays. Are you talking about the internet? Yes. Okay. Yes, I am. Okay, cool. The time has come for mankind's next impossible achievement. Can we pick a number between one? And one million. The whole of Brisbane stops. They look up to the B105 tower right here on the top of Caxton Street as they await to find out who is going to be the next legend of Brisbane created. And clear. Wait a sec, I've got to hear this. The M1 actually has stopped. Completely. Mm. As Chopper Dave would say, it's at a standstill. (laughs) Uh, Whoever picks this number that has been generated by a computer between one and one million, they will also become a statue and they will be bronzed. We'll put you there at Suncorp Stadium if the council say no. Well, then you'll go into the B105 reception and you will stay there for years to come. No, we'll put it at Suncorp. We'll just move it each time. (laughs) Move it about. Yeah, move it around. Oh, yeah. We'll do a different. Yep. Yeah. Uh, All right. So all you've got to do right now, one one to ten, easy, usually around a six or a seven. um, But what would be a number between one and one million? The chosen one today is... Jamie from Dinmore. Well done. Hi. Hey. <laughs> nah. I think you're just having a lend in the ear. Really? <laughs> well, we, we we don't know your number yet. 
<laughs> you feel you sounding though like you feel like it's you. Oh, you just never know, I suppose. Mm. Mate, it's so true. I wish. Ha- I bet, I bet you, I bet you, I bet you, all my kids wish too. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Well, imagine you, Jamie, from Dinmore, as a statue right here. <laughs> imagine that. All right. Be, be quite fitting. Be quite fitting, actually. You reckon yeah, you deserve a statue, a statue, Jamie? What would you be holding? Ah, uh, this phone. Capture <laughs> 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 the moment. I'd have, I'd have B105, B105 little statue in my hand. Yeah, that's what I'd be oh, holding. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. All right, Love Jamie. It. Now, we don't know your number yet. You've still got to tell us the number. We know you're celebrating early. That's how confident you are. Okay. So um, <laughs> we have... We have generated via a computer. Only the producers know it. You tell us the number. We'll punch it in, and we'll see if you have the number between one and one million. What's your number? What's your number, Jamie? Seven hundred and fifty-nine thousand. Seven hundred and fifty-nine thousand. All, right. All right. Is that it? Let's see. We go to the producers. Between one and one million. <laughs> Jamie, sounding confident. <laughs> No, sorry, Jamie. Not even close. Oh, oh, sorry. No, I like sorry, the 700. That's what I would have guessed. It's like it's the same as doing one, one to ten. Yeah, you seven 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 in the seven. Yeah, yeah. That's a good point, Abs. It usually is a seven. But it's when a computer, computers don't think the same way as us. Yeah, but they're made by humans, so maybe right, they're. Good one. Someone you know? to do the coding first place, didn't they? That's exactly right. All right, sorry, Jamie, not you. We will do it again same time next week. The number between one and one million here at B105. Brisbane wakes up with Stav, Abby and Matt on B105.